0: Hello, and welcome to Confidently Wrong, a show by regular dudes talking with confidence about content we have no right to speak about with any kind of authority, but do it anyway. I'm Wesley Nakamura, and as always, I'm joined by Mike Smith, award-winning director Brian Redondo, and Savon Jones, aka Captain Vonnie. This is episode 31, and on today's show, we talk about Marvel Studios' Black Widow. I'm confident that it's going to be the best show you've ever listened to, and well, hey, if it's not... You can always ask us for a refund. Hey! All right, welcome, welcome back. It's been a little bit of minutes. Um, we had a few life events happen. Mike went back to his long-lost home of not Russia, not South Africa, but Long Island. <laughs> 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 and, Chappaqua in the house. And Savon, Captain Vani, ended up making his way to the big, bad city of Detroit, Michigan. Savon, how's yeah, it going up boy. there?
1: It's cool, y'all can see the background. I'm still in this hotel right now, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to- it looks like that hotel <laughs> that has that's vibes real though. Detroit. Nice, nice olive He's green. Still window. on the come up, but we're getting there. Yeah, Hell nah, yeah. I'm trying to get about this joint, but right. uh, I actually got approved for my apartment yesterday. So. Hey, oh, let's congratulations! Go. Nice. Jeremy, First, so let's at... go of the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we out. Hey, <laughs> two and we three. Out. What kind fire, of apartment? What's the One deal? bedroom, downtown Detroit. Hell yeah. A uh, good amount of square feet, room, amenities in the building, scratches all my boxes. Have you had
2: Detroit-style pizza yet? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> you like, probably I probably know I had, if you, did. I you, you a, had a, I went to a pizza joint, oh, okay. but I don't know if was it was Detroit-style.
1: Like no, it wasn't a square. It was okay, like, you know, well, circle. a Circle Detroit style pizza, classic I mean,
2: circle pizza. Sorry, I don't
1: know. <laughs> it's a lot
2: the best about kind Detroit. of pizza. Circle pizza.
0: You gotta get taste that I Detroit, to Detroit pizza. in the now. door.
1: Shape argument nuances. <laughs> now Detroit's dope, though. I will tell you this much, though, son. It's uh, I went outside today. And it was 65 degrees, and Ooh, I wasn't getting I'm just assaulted by humidity. I was like, I get used to this. <laughs>
3: wait. <laughs> that wait like yeah, six wait months. six months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Don't, don't
1: chill out,
3: chill out. Polar <laughs> opposite. Don't even,
2: You're going to be the one chilling out. I oh, you know. Let me, let me have this. Polar opposite I'm gonna is get the right wrecked. word there. And yeah, so warm-blooded trying to share one thing he's excited about that's awesome everyone. but he's like and well y'all, it's gonna like, get yeah. so much that's, that's worse that's what
1: everyone that's what everyone <laughs> says anytime i'm just like oh, i'm really enjoying this just wait i'm like
0: <laughs> you gotta enjoy something though i know how weather works bro yeah I know it's gonna get cold <laughs>
3: have you ever owned a winter coat is the question
0: i
1: don't think i ha- like my 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 best winter gear is like you know thermal underwear and then i got like a all my stuff was like warm but fresh and cool and you know looking Okay, nice. well and now apparently... you get to
2: unlock the whole world of winter drip though. So yeah, now, apparently I don't get that's to be exciting, cute.
1: right? You get to be, to be practical. You don't I get like to be it. cute. No, there's cute
2: jackets. No, you oh, you you,
3: you got to do both, like, my friend. Like,
2: fat guys like me, winter is our time, you know, cuz you could like <laughs> put on lots of clothes.
0: <laughs> kind of then, tailor your body shape, yeah, and your silhouette. Like,
2: like the the drip in summer is lacking, but in winter <laughs> I look like a Peaky Blinders character.
3: <laughs> I mean, if those long johns ain't styling, like you got it wrong, man. Yeah, Savannah's
2: <laughs> like purple satin long underwear. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you, you Do gotta really? look good Do when you really? you're unlayered. No, but
0: like uh, maybe you should. She's like idea the internet, box. These
1: things are possible. Like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> We're recording on a Saturday. In fact, it's the Saturday after the first Marvel theatrical release in a billion years practically. Black Marvel. <clears throat> yeah, the MCU finally comes to theaters near you. Um, gentlemen, actually that's where I want to go first. How was it being back in a theater? Brian, I wanna get your quick quick what was your initial impressions there?
3: Ooh, theaters lovely lovely spaces i saw it on an rpx screen which by the way for those that don't know is regal's bootleg version of imax <laughs> uh but a lot of very large and lovely screen and uh scarlett johansson was large and lovely as well <laughs> uh as as was well the rest of the movie maybe we should cut this out uh, i'm not trying to be all misogynistic over here and stuff Um, No,
1: i just think she's big you think she's just big and fine and you know that's you
3: yeah that's kind of what it was but anyway it was larger than life man my tv feels so small i went home and watched tv and i was like what the man it's not cutting (laughs) what's all that what's all that negative space behind the tv i need wall to wall screen ceiling to floor screen it was awesome uh, and it was great hearing like the chuckles from the other people in the audience. I was like, Oh, you're getting this too? Good for you. You're in on the joke. Thank God. It's Mike, wonderful. how was it for
0: you?
2: Um I'm just I'm just gonna say it. Movie theaters are gross, man. Like <laughs> This was like my, f- obviously, this was my genuinely first time in um a movie theater. I didn't do that bougie stuff y'all did. Renting out <laughs> the out a, a theater, theater Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Missing out, man. Missing This is my first time. I went to the AMC in Metairie, which was probably my first mistake. It's, it's. That, well, there's only one. No, it's actually not even only one in Metairie. It was gross, yeah, it and too like bro. you know, it's my first time after COVID, but I got past it. Had a nice big recliner, you know. You had to dig out the other people's popcorn <laughs> and like stick some napkins in the cup holder to dry the mysterious liquid in there. Like, but after you get settled, it was pretty. It was pretty cool. Now we won't talk about the movie quite yet, but I also enjoyed, you know, being around other people. Luckily, there was no one in the seat next to me. I think I would have been like, like, Ugh, like. Don't sit next to me. Who do you think they are?
3: Yeah, definitely yeah, went to a matinee for that reason.
2: I did like at the end, I think our theater felt pretty similarly. And I like how like it just becomes like a mob mentality. Like if the theater either likes a movie or doesn't. But there were definitely some collective groans at the end, which we'll talk about later. But Really? Overall positive experience. There's a lot of other movies I want to go see. Like I think I'm very much missed the trailer part of the experience cuz that's always something I really enjoy. Like I crushed a giant Coke Zero during all the trailers. Just like heart was
0: racing, freaking out in the movies. I was like,
2: "I want to watch that one. I want to watch that one." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you crush it so bad that you had to pee in the middle of the movie? Like that would be Well, a no. Mistake, so yeah. I
2: I I got a Wow, this is going to be a story nobody wants. So I got up. <laughs> I crushed the Coke Zero. I got up. I was like, all right, I'm going to preemptively pee oh, okay. during the trailers. The Pre pee. Couldn't actually pee. Decided not to get the other what? Coke Zero just because I'm like, I don't need to be drinking like 60 ounces of Coke Zero and like. 45 minutes and then because i you know the timing was way off of the preemptive pee then i had to pee halfway through the movie and then i'm just like freaking out because i just like have like ingested an ungodly amount of caffeine have to pee a lot watching this object or aggressively neutral movie and i'm just like what is happening (laughs) wow he's about to
1: watch that movie so quick he could not even help it
0: awesome (laughs) um savannah did you go see it in a theater or did you rent it No, i rented i watched it in the spot i'm sitting in right now oh my god get
2: out of here i was so proud of you too savannah i was like wow he's getting out he's doing stuff he went to a movie no oh y'all thought i just went out and went to the movies no yes
0: Yes. no No. how was your experience did you rent it on the the hotel like tv no i just had my disney plus i just disney plus did And how was it
2: you spent 30 dollars on that movie
0: that's his commitment $15. to the show.
2: Yeah, I'm no, I'm
3: glad uh, What about snacks? What about snacks and gas True. and
1: all that other True. stuff? All right, you're
3: right. I spent a ton of money. And what I'm Anna?
1: What, you and Anna just went Dutch on the date. Did she not even go? Uh,
2: Solo. Bold oh. of you to assume Anna would go see Black Widow with me. I went with friend of the show, Alan Wynn. Oh no. God, <laughs> I can't be by myself. Brian, do you do you think this shtick comes with being well, like doing well by yourself? <laughs> no, <laughs> <thank> you.
1: <laughs> Nah, I watched it um I just watched it on my T V in the hotel room, but so
0: you know, that was its own experience. All right.
2: Yeah. I had to wear pants watching the movie. Savon did not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was in his silk pajamas. In
3: <laughs> in his drawers as it were. <laughs> so rather than a larger than life experience, you were larger than the movie. Ooh. Basically. All right,
2: can we talk about the actual movie now?
0: Wait, wait. I wanted to say the surround oh. sound was the part that caught me. Like, oh, that was most. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah you're hearing cool. like the loud. fires crackling loud, and like the avalanche yeah. all around yeah. you. There's that some
3: painful amazing. punches.
0: Painful punches. Huge visuals. I mean, it was just like great. My only downside: the seats were actually uncomfortable at the theater we went to. Three out of five or two out of five would not recommend this theater. I, I bring your go own to a couch, man. Theater bring theater your next time, your... should have done that. I, I didn't think of that. Um, and our our showing wasn't that crowded. We went at six PM um and didn't our our theater was maybe twenty percent at the most full. So it actually felt pretty oh, that's nothing. pretty like low energy, yeah. Um yeah. For the movie. So that was interesting. All right, Mike, you already started off by saying it's aggressively neutral, so I guess we'll let <laughs> he was you about go to say first. Bad.
1: He was about to say like objectively bad is what he wanted to say. No,
2: no, I no 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 I was I was really reaching for aggressively neutral, and then like just because I'm such a hater, like objectively bad started coming out. But then <laughs> I'm trying to think about like what I'm my words more and like build the filter between brain and mouth. So that was that unnecessary work there. Unnecessary. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, my my hot take, my uneducated hot takes are (laughs) what everybody loves about me. Um, I'm glad
3: you've been doing some self-actualization. I feel like (laughs) probably Loki has helped you.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, God. we'll talk about that on the Men next will episode. do anything other than going to therapy. Um, <laughs> so, I learned a new. So, Thanks. shout out. I went to go see the movie with friend of the show, Alan Wynn, who hates everything. Like, <laughs> I, I'm on record saying that. Like, the man is, is quick. Saman said today in the chat, like, Alan Wynn in visceral reactive takes, like, name a better duo. Um, but Literally. Alan described it, and I love this word the word is anodyne. Have y'all heard this word before? No. Teach it to us. A- A- no. A-N-O-D-Y-N-E. It's the definition is not likely to provoke dissent or offense, inoffensive, often deliberately so. That is how I felt about this movie. I felt <laughs> it was anodyne. Like I, it's just like I 100 percent agree. I, I try to go into it with like low ex not low expectations, almost like no expectations. Also with the context, like this movie was supposed to come out like Eighteen months ago, that doesn't uh, change it. That no, that but the, it. no, but the timing of I, I actually kind of disagree because I feel like the timing of MCU stuff is very key in terms of when it comes out relative to other things. So it's like this felt mm-hmm. like a weird step back. Are, are we doing spoilers in this conversation? We're definitely doing yeah. spoilers. For Everyone's if you seen haven't it. Seen Come Black on, Black
0: Widow. Yeah, if you haven't seen Black Widow, go see it. I love the Black Widow character.
2: I think her backstory is really interesting. Honestly, the time period I am least interested in her is the time period the main plot of this movie took place. Like, after Civil War, before she met up with... Like, I don't care about that. I want to see, like, how you became such a badass or, like, how you're so traumatized. And I feel like that, like... They brushed over that completely for this story that was supposed to be mostly about family, but we didn't really have reason to care about the family. And Alan made a good point that, like... A lot of the later Marvel movies like, had those strong connections, familial, friendship, chosen family, what have you, because they had all the 10 years of work leading up to that. With this, they just try to throw a family at you and expect them to care, which like, I didn't really buy into it. The saving grace of the movie and that specific part of it was Florence Pugh. I thought she killed it. I thought she was actually a great character. Didn't like the post credit scene, but we can talk about that Um
1: after. Savon, what do you
2: think? She's a
3: scene stealer.
1: Uh, who's, who does she play?
3: The, the
2: sister.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Okay, cool. Uh, I enjoy the movie. I you haven't it. got
0: your Rolodex of white women actors uh like ready? Nope. No, you didn't you didn't have that right Not either. even He has bit.
2: a different he has a different Rolodex of white women if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't I don't know what that means.
2: I don't know what that, <laughs> means. Know what that, that. means, Michael. Skip. Skip. Wait, what does that mean? I
1: like All right, two I L's like on the day, that's fine. Three structure <laughs> no i like the movie i enjoyed it i'm a big black widow fan um i think when it comes to mcu stuff i tend to enjoy the more grounded spy like i love civil war winter soldier so i'm realizing i just like those style of mcu content more than maybe the less grounded stuff so i think genre wise i already was gonna like it uh I don't know I just overall I enjoyed the movie like I think for what I expected of like a Black Widow film I got what I wanted I got to see her do cool spy stuff I got to kind of get a look into her background I'm a I'm a comic reader so they made references to things and events and characters in a way that was enjoyable for me as a long-term fan but they kept it refreshing like Taskmaster is one of my favorite characters they put Taskmaster in but still did a spin on it in a way that was unique even for me to see it and I don't know, when it's all said and done, like, I know you use the term anodyne to describe the movie, but, like, I don't think a movie needs to be provocative and have to be controversial in order to be quality. Like, it told the story it wanted to tell, which is this woman is dealing with survivor's guilt amongst a lot of other things. This is her trying to reconcile with that. And then the movie makes a larger point about the nature of just trafficked women internationally, which is a real thing. It's not like that's, you know, that's a that's a very real thing. And You know, maybe that's not the main point of the movie, but, like, I got what I wanted to get out of it. I was entertained. There was a few moments that were kind of like, uh, but that's not going to ruin the movie (laughs) for me. I was entertained. I never was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. I'm bored.
0: Brian?
3: Controversial statement. Half of all MCU movies are anodyne. And that's okay. (laughs) I'm totally okay with that. Like, they're still fun. And I thought this one was was one of them. It, it was actually like better than you know, like to me it was like better than more entertaining than Captain Marvel, for example, uh, which was totally ooh, ooh. fine. Yeah, on hard, hard agree,
1: hard that's agree. A, that's a you hot know? take. Okay, but uh,
3: but like for this, especially the amount of time we've been waiting, like the time period that I'm consuming this this piece of entertainment in, it was fun. I, like I'm with I'm with Savan man. Like I I enjoyed the the whole ride. It was like very titillating for me. Um, but, uh, you know, there's like plenty of hiccups throughout the movie and the stakes were a little bit low, but uh, the action was really great. It, it was like the kind of movie that just gave you every every action movie, you know, spy trope, trope in the world, <laughs> like <laughs> parachute fight, like fighting, uh, you know, yeah. close of hotel prison. room yeah. fighting or, yeah. or in the safe house, you know, yeah. like all, all that kind of stuff, um, which is all well and good. Uh, but I do also agree with Mike that, you know, for the Black Widow character, it did very little for for her as a character. You know, and, and for the Greater MCU. I, I know like this movie is setting up a lot of pieces on the board for the Hawkeye TV show later and maybe some other mm-hmm. things. Um but it, you know, it really did nothing for the character of Black Widow, which which I was a little disappointed by. I, I think she actually takes kind of a back seat in this movie. Um and, mm-hmm. you know, right after we watched this, we went home and we went on Disney Plus and we watched the the Legendary series, right, mm-hmm. where they're basically recapping characters for, for people to get caught up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched the Black Widow one and her Legendary... Wait, it's Disney,
0: like, Disney's not going to pay us unless we say the title, right? It's called Legends, not Legendary. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Legends. <laughs> then they'll pay us. Marvel okay,
3: okay. Legendary is a card game. Oh. Anyway... Uh, so, Legends, the Black Widow Legends episode, I thought was way more entertaining for Black Widow's character <laughs> oh,
0: no. than her actual. That's movie. a problem.
3: That is right? a like, problem. Those things she's, are so
0: like milk toast, just like recap clips. But she, not has even, like, so many, like, she has so many like
3: lines, arc, yeah. you know. she and does she, a lot yeah. throughout the movies. Yeah, she she just like drops these gems and like you know she's full. She's playing with Loki. She's toying them. She says some hard stuff to Tony Stark. Like it's really great. And I was just thinking back on the Black Widow movie. I was like, what were her quotables, if any, in this movie? Mm-hmm. None. None. Though she broke her nose. That, I mean, that was cool. That was badass. Um, yeah. But there wasn't enough badassery from her. Uh, but I, I would say, like, the family as a whole and and Yelena. Like, I, I'm, I'm down with it. It was cool. Can I make,
2: like, one follow-up point there mm-hmm. because I think you saying like half of the and here is like honestly my main criticism with like this whole experience like you're absolutely right. Like probably half of the MCU movies are anodyne. But that half is heavily skewed towards the first 5 years the movies came out, right? Like we're talking fair, the first couple point. of Thor's. So it's like now for where like the MCU got to, the way it built up. And again, like you can't I feel like you can't critique this movie without considering that it was supposed to come out a year ago like in a very like before any of the shows, before we felt like things were moving forward. This felt like a big step back. Like story-wise, because it was kind of not relevant to anything moving forward. It was relevant to a very specific time period that we've experienced a whole emotional arc over, you know, Civil War going into Infinity War, going into Endgame. So, like, the plot has, like, obviously gotten a lot better. The things have gotten a lot more interconnected over the years. And who's a better emblematic character of that than Black Widow, right? Arguably the most, maybe besides Thor. Like, Thor was a main character, so maybe like she is the best example of how it improved because she was like a nothing kind of side character, kind of just there. And then she became in Endgame, like one of the most important characters in the whole MCU, like thematically, and then her performance at the end really gave so much weight to that whole movie, right? Um, yeah, Absolutely. And then you take a huge step backwards to this very hyper specific time period. Like it didn't even show Steve at all. It didn't show like it was just her leading up to that point. Which like I don't really care about that. Mike too much. is on like, first
0: name basis with Steve now. I got
2: it. Yeah, my boy, <laughs> Mr. What? Rogers. Cold. So it, it was just like it just felt like it was like such a weird step back for the character in the universe for like the way Marvel is now, mm-hmm. like in terms of what they're producing. That like
1: I couldn't remove that from the way i felt about the movie all right so i'm gonna push back a little bit like Wes, you had something it's not about to push back on my. no go
0: ahead i I got a a two cents but it's not related to that so yeah so
1: what what i'll push back on is like i think a lot of the things that this movie did were steps away from things that i thought were criticisms actually of mcu movies like one mcu movie threat was you know uh why does every movie have to have end of the world high stakes, and not everything has to be the end of the world? And I I enjoyed that this was its own self contained conflict because one of the best things I enjoy about Marvel in general is that there are so many groups, factions, villains of different levels. You have people who are like galaxy level threats like Dormammu, but you have people like Taskmaster who's just like you know a copy fighter. And the I think the only way you can really use and appreciate those types of characters is to have a variety of conflicts of different scales. So, and I think part of that means you need to have things that are separated from the main, larger, maybe MCU conflict. So, like does this I have agree. So do go backwards in time. you
2: know go back. What? Go
1: before Iron Man yeah. Two. Which why true.
2: would we need to hear like such a micro conflict for this, arguably like pointless I mean, point of her life? I
1: mean, I think know? the point of the movie was for her to be addressing her past, not the movie be about her living through the past. Like, I think that's the big difference because you would get two very different movies if you had a her just doing her Red Room training and that's the movie because that's like a, yeah, you get a firsthand account. I think that could be a great movie, by the way. But they clearly decided to go with the, and it, this is comes up constantly, right, in her MCU stuff. I'm sure you saw it in Legends. Her biggest character beat is redemption and reflecting on your past and the things that you've done. So maybe for her character, it make more sense to talk about Her reflecting on her actions and the consequences long term than it just being you seeing essentially her origin story, which I'm not saying that one is better than the other, but that to me that seems like a deliberate choice they made. Now, whether you agree with it or not, I'm not going to argue with you on that, but I think it was done with intentionality. And that was something I was like, the conversation she has with reconciling with we were sleeper agents, are we a family, all of that i think that time setting lets you address yeah, that sure. but you can't do that if you have it like while it was all actively happening which so you know i don't know that's kind of but and then and, and then again on the anodyne thing like even the newer mcu movies what's some mcu content that was really like actually not anodyne like really because black panther played it safe falcon and winter soldier played it safe like what what mcu movies are really i don't know if black panther played it safe no way that with killmonger played yeah know. that whole character is like rejected yeah i don't i i disagree with that, i think black I mean. panther played very safe relative to other movies that i've seen that talked about that type of content but you know maybe that's its own conversation but mcu and disney's always gonna play it relatively safe they're not about to they're not gonna put out crash you know i agree <laughs> That'd
3: be really funny like to so, me crash is like the epitome of. but Amazon. like one anyway. quick
2: thing is is the movie the scale is global because at the end when they ham fisted like he's controlling everybody everywhere and he can start a war and boom oil fields burning in baghdad and then like protests saw, like, in right yeah. yeah it was just like like why do we have to ham fist that in the end i agree with you that i like i agree with almost everything you said but it's just like I feel like they were trying to do that, but then they just had to throw in the generic Marvel military industrial complex, like fighting spy kind of narrative. Which yeah,
0: I mean, I think there are definitely issues you can pick out of that. Right from we, you know, they said like, oh, the widows were like the greatest threat to like whatever, but they actually never showed us anything that the widows ever did. Right, like that's a problem. All they did was do other widows. yeah, all they did was do kata in the like little training room. Like, okay, like great. They're great at doing dance forms. They look um, really
3: good at choreography. <laughs> I,
0: <must say. laughs> I wish like they showed like
3: instead cool of doing all these
2: instead of doing all these big like exposition dumps and right. just like flat, I just wish we got to experience
3: that. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, yeah. Ryan, what were we gonna say Oh, now? totally. Wait, yeah. I'm still going. You guys have okay, go ahead, Here, right. okay, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but
0: I wanted to give credit to something that they did do really well, which is one of the huge draws of coming to a Marvel movie, which is like these giant set pieces that having that these huge good. budgets allow. right? Yeah. So the one yeah. that really comes to mind is the prison breakout scene, right? They have this like Other trope. crazy, yeah, Mission Impossible <laughs> style, like getting out of prison um but then they set off the avalanche and now you have this like helicopter swinging like a person around right like you can only do those things when you have a huge amount of money to do both the practical and f- and visual effects there um and it was like i mean there was tension there right like you didn't know if they were going to be able to pick up red guardian you didn't know if all those prisoners were going to you know go- die you didn't you, you didn't did know they, how they all were die gonna... like that's yeah, I presumed
2: know. right. Like she just, she. Just, uh, okay, I was like, yeah. damn. You
0: just I think really they were going really... inside. Yeah, but you just is, is you inside
3: how... enough for an avalanche. Yeah, here's protection? the thing about avalanches. <laughs> Can we get an actuary on this? They got
1: food supplies,
0: maybe. <laughs> um, you just didn't know how they were going to resolve that, right? Like you knew they were going to succeed in some way. You just didn't know how, and th- I thought that mm-hmm. was cool um mm-hmm. and but there was tons of that right that's not the only huge set piece that they had that worked and fit in it didn't feel just thrown in it felt like there was a point to it and like there was a reason why they had to do all this stuff um there's that first airplane chase scene um where the dad is like sniping from the wing of the airplane which is like that was really cool, cool. That, like that, total, opening that was, was maybe probably the
2: strongest yeah. part of the movie oh no i thought that was probably i was very bought in that first scene maybe
3: that's because you didn't have to pee during that part of the movie yeah true <laughs> true.
1: Mike was just anxious, and that took off two stars for the movie.
2: I don't know. I thought that part was cool. I was like, all it right, was we're cool. going to see no, her yeah, as was... a child. We're going to see her growing up. This guy is a super soldier, but they did it in like a kind of like insidious way, and then it just ended up being anything but nuanced. It
3: was the very movie. The Americans. You guys watch that show? I've no. actually never
2: seen
0: that, but I think I would. Great like
3: show. Yes. Um, I highly recommend it
0: yeah and I mean so those parts I loved right like all these action sequences her fight against Taskmaster on the bridge was really cool it was like really brief but you could see like they were she was like mimicking her um, and and I thought the way that they showed you what Taskmaster's skill was without telling you at first was pretty cool mm-hmm. right like if you were mm-hmm. if you've been watching the Marvel movies you saw like Black Panther style come out you saw um, mm-hmm. you saw Winter Hawkeye Soldier. come out you saw Winter Soldier you saw Captain mm-hmm. America come out mm-hmm. um, and and later they tell you, you know, more explicitly, like, oh, that's what Taskmaster does. But it was just cool to see that, like, oh, wait, that was Black Panther. I was like, oh, she's mm-hmm. mimicking your fighting style by doing all of this. So I thought that was pretty cool.
2: Taskmaster was like one of the stronger parts of the movie, but you could have cu- cut and paste that into any movie. Like, there was, I don't know, I was going to ask Savan about the lore of Taskmaster. Like, is that character tied to Black Widow story or whatever? But yeah. I felt like you could have just taken that character and Placed it in any movie is like the villain yeah, it could be from like gi guy. joe and it w- yeah, yeah it would have worked it was cool i appreciate it but it, it didn't really make the movie better
1: holistically it was just like one cool part of the movie yeah i mean there's different interpretations of the taskmaster character but i would say they've always been someone who's meant to be like a top tier threat to your not super powered but like more grounded hand-to-hand heroes and that's like a you know that's kind of where they fit in maybe power level wise but Honestly, I felt like they could have did more, honestly.
2: Yeah, and Taskmaster in the Spider Man game was way cooler than this. Time. Yeah. Just like I said, there's different I
1: variations did. of how they do the character. I like this twist on the character. But, I did too. You know, I was a very cool just to like cause normally he's just your standard like, oh I'm a mercenary who can do this and there's some other stuff to yeah. twist in, but like, you know. So I have a question for y'all then. Uh but Brian's been trying to talk. Fire
3: like, it off. No, 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 no. Ask, ask the question.
1: All right. My thing is, considering everybody's different takes and all this, where do you rank this amongst other just like MCU movies? Because I have this like above Captain Marvel. I probably like this movie more than I like like the Guardians movies, to be honest. Whoa! Yeah. Oh no, you're opening Sivan, up a huge counterpart. of worms.
3: Jesus Keep it a buck. Christ. At the very so
1: least, you, at the very least, they're equal. But I definitely don't think that like Guardians of the Galaxy is better than, for me, Black Widow. So just give it a, a tier: S,
2: S to F tier. Where do y'all put it? S rank. Really? Uh, you put this as an S tier movie, Brian?
3: Oh, definitely not. I just want okay. to say S rank. Okay. Because okay. it's cool. Nah,
0: for me, this is one of the lower tier movies. I liked it. I just didn't love it.
2: This is like C tier. I go C tier. Yeah, I would go like C. Like, oh, me, I'd I'd like so go above B-tier. Iron what Man What do you put two, below it?
0: Iron Man two, Thor yeah. two. Yeah. Iron Man. The Iron Are you Man thinking sequels? Iron Man three? No, Iron Man two and Iron three, and Man
2: three is like were not okay. Bad. Two, three is better um, than two. Thor, the Incredible Hulk, the uh, Second Guardians. You would put it above the first. The Second Guardians. I enjoyed the first. Yeah, I mean those movies are so original. It's just it's just lower down there. I mean, I think the production quality has gone so much better over the years, because now they have all the crazy money, but, like,
1: the I core mean, I think of you the gotta, movie wasn't great, so it kind of levels yeah, out. A bit. I mean, I think you got to keep that in mind, though, because, like, I think sometimes when you notice when the bar gets raised, sometimes it's hard to appreciate that, like, hey, this is still really good. You're just comparing it to some other stuff that's, like, all-time great level, because... Yeah. Because I definitely comfortably have this movie above a lot of the earlier MCU stuff. Like, yeah, like it more yeah than that's definitely. the point I made like, like, earlier. Like, I might, I definitely. think it's better comfortably than Iron Man. Like, I've rewatched Iron Man three. It did not age well. Two oh, no. uh, is solid, but I think I enjoy Black Widow more than both of those movies. Pretty much all the Thor movies, yeah. And Rock. That list starts to grow of movies that you put it above. So it's like a, you know, keep in mind. I think there's some there's some quality inflation going on here where. Things have gotten so good, you don't realize. Yeah, but I we're getting into a whole that? different podcast yeah. of like just,
0: how uh, do you rank all the movies? We can do that. Yeah. Brian, go ahead.
3: All right, so I want to ask a question as well now. Um, so one thing that we talked about was this notion of family, right? For one thing, I will say uh, it's already established that Natasha has the Avengers family. <laughs> like, like they didn't really need to give her another family yeah, she to has deal two with. Families. Yeah, that, that was kind of silly. But one of the things that made it silly was that they were her Russian family and a big drawback for the movie in my opinion is how how heavy these fake russian accents were <laughs> <Yeah>. throughout the <laughs> entire movie yeah. like they got progressively worse like Florence Pugh okay that's fine yeah. but then yeah, <laughs> David Harbour <laughs> oh, none of them like, russian like and they were no, undercover.
2: Them, no, they're all like American. They're they were r- undercover <Sr-> r- in
3: Ohio for three years, and you're still using incorrect grammar. You're like, oh, uh, there is pig. Like, come, like, come on. So I must ask, Mike Smith, Mikhail Smith, <laughs> tell tell us tell us your feelings. How how did. The MCU do on their first foray into, uh, into catering to the the Russian audiences. Like, what so is Bri-
0: your background? Brian you guys actually
2: isn't asking me this as uh, someone with a Russian name. He's asking me this as a communist, so I can answer that question <laughs> yes. from the perspective of a leftist.
3: Red, um, Red Guard has a meaning. No,
2: here. so like, here's the thing about Jews. Like, we were we were just kind oh, of God. peasants, so it's like c- countries. Country borders are arbitrary, right? Like, we just lived on a shtetl, like under some random, you know, lord or whatever. And then later the lines got created. So it's like, technically, I am Lithuanian and Russian, but I'm just an Ashkenazi Jew. We're all potato farmers. It doesn't really matter what country you're from. We're all like genetically the same. We all get Tay sacks. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just like that. You're right. I I don't have a good. But like the accent, it was just so dumb, and it was just like I didn't really get like when the accents were and when the accents weren't. And like they're Russian, but like they didn't really talk about Hydra. They kind of just talked about this like arbitrary east versus west war. Like the Red Guardian was he more interested in like Hydra? Was he a Hydra agent or was he just like a Cold War guy that just like didn't let it go? Like someone from the south who just like still thinks this he's is, the Al Bundy of of the mcu and the family thing like it was so confusing and they like it wasn't clear like they try to create and the conflict kind of suggests itself right like oh the family was real it wasn't but then they did like the switcheroo thing with the mom and then i was like why are you adding all these layers to like a story that could have been good especially like you have good actors like david harbour we've seen him we've literally seen david harbour become a a parent for another child, like a chosen parent in Stranger Things. He can play that role. And it was so much worse in this. And then like, why are you going to do a switcheroo when I'm trying to establish a relationship between the mom and the daughter? And then you're going to act like she does care. She doesn't care. She kind of cares. She doesn't care at all. And then, oh no, we're faking it out. She actually cares a whole ton. Like, I, I was just like, it was really hard to you get. You can't a, give people that whip. Yeah, when you're trying to like build relationships, you can't keep like building it on on shaky ground, which is what they were doing by using all these weird plot devices.
3: I would have loved if like Black Widow just shaved all the MCU bloat and was just like a complete standalone story in her like dark twitching past, have been. and it's it just all her against like whoever, like nameless you just said villains. You want Steve. I don't care.
2: No, but I'm saying, like, if you're putting it in that time period, like, why is it an isolated bubble in such a dumb time period? Like, and I'm actually interested in that time period, but this was not the story I wanted to hear there, like... Sure, give me something about, like, Steve and, and Natasha's adventures, like, prior to Infinity War or whatever. But I didn't need to see an origin story for the Infinity Saga. Like, I did not need that at all. I thought, I genuinely thought it was going to be what Brian was saying. Like, a dark, gritty story of, like, the It doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be, like, an origin story, but just kind of, like, really good plot development. She, we know Scarlet can act. We know Florence Pugh can act. We know David Harbour can act. And, like... Why are these people in the movie? Rachel Weiss. Be...
3: Oh my god, I can't believe she yeah. signed on for this.
2: It could, it had such potential and like hearing just the basic plot like I thought it was going to be way different. So I think maybe like I tried to go in with low expectations or no expectations, but I I ultimately mm. failed. So so seeing like right, the movie so, had...
1: Yeah, go ahead. Oh, so seeing like the movie here it looked it look like it comes down to you either can tell an origin story or you can tell it addressing your past story and they went with the Or writer. you could try and do both and fail at both and make an anodyne movie.
3: <laughs> I wish it, they I, made I, the, I the, the Logan version, version of Black Widow. Oh.
2: Yes, yes. Logan is such a good example of how you can tell that type of story. You already
3: know the character. just Yeah, like,
1: like you don't need
2: to... Make like... them
3: cool.
1: Well, Logan had a lot more time and pri- solo stuff to build all that up. But like, I don't disagree. Like they definitely could lean into like the hyper gritty for some of their characters. Like she can actually have that. Cause they, they clearly wanted to step in that direction, but they didn't go full sin. Cause yeah, that's like a, a, a good much. black middle movie is rated R. Keep it a buck 50. Oh, sure. Yeah. They'll never do that. But yeah, like, of agree. course, but like, yeah, agree. you know, the same way a good Wolverine movie has to be rated R. If you really want to embrace what the character really is, mm-hmm. that's why Logan's the best mm-hmm. one.
0: But to maybe, to I'll maybe build that. off of that, it did take three standalone Wolverine movies before you got to Logan. And so maybe there's a little bit of not a pass, but like understanding that like it, and same with Thor, right? It takes three standalone Thor movies to get the chemistry right, to get the actual formula for that character right, or to make it fun and and interesting. But and she, like I, she had a complete level. arc, but she Don't hasn't she think- had she hasn't had her standalone movies, right? Like Wolverine had that Wolverine origins movie, and then that Wolverine movie where he's like a Japanese-influenced fighter of some sort. Plus, yeah.
3: he's the star of every X-Men movie. Yeah, so yeah. he's gotten, like, disproportionate... And then
0: you get to Logan, which, like you said, is now a really cool twist mm-hmm. on that, right? But you don't really get that with this movie, but it's also their first attempt at making a Black Widow of, like, full feature film. Uh So, I mean, maybe there's some some bit of, like, whatever there, but... Yeah, I definitely agree with Mike. I found it lacking. I thought the like relationships were just a little bit confusing. And I tried not to focus on that too much because it was just like, hey, my expectations are low. This is not my favorite character in the MCU. And I'm just grateful to like have another MCU movie to like enjoy. Um, And I enjoyed all of the action in the set pieces and I thought they pulled all of that off. So speaking of its late release, right, because Mike has talked about how this was actually supposed to be released about a year, year and a half ago before some of the like TV shows come out and have advanced the story. And speaking of that, actually, they sometimes I thought they tried to get a little too cute with like things. So like introducing the Quinjet at the end. It's like I that wasn't oh, a question I, I, I was wondering, right? Like yeah. where did the Quinjet come from? Like I I don't know. And then also how
3: did she get and herself the, free from general the
0: Ross? the haircut, the vest? Oh that's like, also that is also a good question. No, that that
2: one I was just like, Wait, what son? yeah, <laughs> <what, laughs> how did she get away from all the all, the, Ross, the, yeah. all the
0: Humvees? Yeah. yeah. She's um, just standing there dramatically, and then well, that's enough to... Yeah, I saw, I think, a screen rant. They, they supposed that, like, maybe Thunderbolt Ross let her go since it was clear that she had actually done the world like a service, and he kind of turned a blind eye to let, and let her just, like, get away. I don't know. They should have shown that. Anyways, so Natasha is one of the original Avengers. I'm now on a first-name basis with Natasha, by the way. Um, but it's taken her a long time, right? She first appears where in... A, she appears before Avengers, but... Captain America, maybe? I don't know. She appears somewhere. No, she Iron appears Man in too. Iron Man. She's Iron actually Man Iron Man 2. So she's one of these original Avengers, right? This is the first time she gets a solo movie. Uh it's the first like she was one of the original, like, female characters, right? Everybody else except Hulk has had their own movies. Um, Hulk had
3: his own movie. And
0: Hawkeye. Uh yeah, and Hulk Hawkeye Hawkeye did not. But, like, she's the first, she was the only female character in the original Avengers, never got a movie, mm-hmm. and so people are like, hey, it's a little bit, like, over time. Um, mm-hmm. And this is after she's died, right, in the, in the main <laughs> Marvel storyline. So there really isn't much more to go with, like, Scarlett Johansson's mm-hmm. version of the Black Widow. Does Marvel have some self-examination to do in how they're establishing their women characters in the MCU? Do you think it's, like, well, maybe bygones are bygones, or this is just, like the least of their interesting stories to tell or It took them a while. Like how are we thinking through like Marvel's, you know, and even some of the cast and crew have talked about like, well, maybe without me too, this movie wouldn't have happened in the way it did. And right. And so there's this, this sense of like Marvel, Marvel isn't treating their female leads as leads, right? They're like always going to the male dominated stories first. So I'm just wondering if you guys had any thoughts on that, or if this is just like something to keep an eye on. I don't know how someone could say that after like we just had
2: WandaVision when like that was establishing her. No, like,
3: well, I mean, I think Mm. they planned Black Widow like way before this, right back in like the early two thousands. And, and they're also basing this off of very, very old comic books, which are also subject to all these like past social norms where like people don't give a shit about women characters. Um, you you know, so like Black Widow as a character to begin with is not very prominent in the Avengers. She's like a low-powered hero and all this other stuff. So we're we're coming from a very, very far recessed place. Um, but I you know, I do think that like a lot has changed in the past ten years. And this this is very much a, a belated, you know, turn uh for for the character for Scarlett Johansson, for the MCU um it feels late because you know they just didn't plan for it uh but they i do think that marvel as you said with wandavision and and captain marvel and ms marvel and the marvels and like all, all this other stuff that is coming right like there is a sea change that has happened uh in in terms of how they're planning the mcu moving forward
2: the early mcu when it was bad was disproportionately just white dude characters yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's it's changed quite a bit in terms of, you know, a variety of ways you could look at diversity. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think that Hasn't Go ahead, it? no, go ahead. I, so, I mean You don't think so?
0: I mean WandaVision is full of white people, Loki's full of white people. No, but you know, like, but you know,
2: intersectionality, Wes. We're looking at women, race, we're looking at all different types of identity. And I think overall I it's shifted from white dudes, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean it's shifted a little bit, but I don't think they're finally yeah, yeah. moving into like a more diverse world in the way that you would that reflects like a more diverse like city or or country. Um but I I don't think they get a pass on waiting so long on her movie, right? Like you're talking about this movie not fitting actually into the timeline of like mm-hmm. where we're at. Like they could have done this movie 6 years ago or 5 years ago to actually fit it in after Civil War.
3: They probably should have. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah,
2: that would that would have been much better for it. And yeah. so yeah. I
0: don't think they get a pass on like, well, Like now they're doing, I mean, it's great that they're doing it now, but also like, I do think they'd still deserve some criticism for like, this character has been with you from really early on. I don't know when Iron Man uh, 2 was, it's probably 2010 or 11, something like like, that, right? Yeah, 2009, I think. Okay. Maybe 10. It takes you 12 years to make a movie about her when she's clearly one of the main characters. Um, So I also don't know how you
3: cast Scarlet, yeah. How do you cast Scarlet without her being a lead?
0: It's
1: not like there's no star power yeah so Wes I'm gonna build off that because I agree with you um one thing that you gotta be critical of the MCU for is that a lot of their non-white male characters they either didn't put some of those movies in a position to succeed which you have to like criticize that like you can't be mad at the movie and then when you look at how the movie was set up they kind of set it up for failure in the first place and They kind of give a short leash to those types of movies, too, of like, if we don't think this is profitable, then we're not going to really be ambitious or take chances on this. Like, it was lightning in a bottle that Black Panther had worked out. But you see how if it were to ever try and do a black superhero lead that was really like the story that Black Panther was. But, Hmm. you know, they put out, they pumped out a lot of ultimately mediocre movies that had white male leads. And... There's nothing inherently wrong with that, but they gave those movies a lot more room to grow and mess mm-hmm. up and get better. Like we said oh, earlier, definitely. Thor was a boring character in the first two movies. He was so uninteresting. And then I liked it in the first movie.
3: Okay. He was an idiot. <laughs> like has <laughs> a fair take. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. He was yeah. no, it's like it's I give I, 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 I I feel you though, Wes. Like, yeah, yeah. Now don't indulge him. Keep going. No, no, no. I get it. I get the. I get the things you would like, but ultimately, he was a bland character. He was a powerhouse character who didn't really have a lot to say or do. That's why they literally banished him away for half of the all-time (laughs) movie because they didn't know what to do with him. And then, but they realized, okay, this is what we can do to make him better. And now he's like an all-time favorite. Mm -hmm. Cap was boring as hell until they started to put him in more compelling, morally ambiguous situations and. But it takes time to build to that, and that's one thing I've liked about the MCU, but I can't be mad at Captain Marvel and Black Widow and other things for not, or even Falcon and Winter Soldier for not being great when y'all just didn't put in the same amount of legwork. So you can't invest, you can't like put less investment in these characters and situations than be mad when it's not as good as other movies where, you know, it's the same with Logan. A lot of X-Men movies with Fox weren't good movies, but they learn from Most. to give you logan <laughs> and but that was yeah. literally almost 20 years of movies bro yeah. black widow gets to be a great tertiary secondary character in a bunch of other people's movies and considering what the material they gave her was throughout the mcu like i still that's why i guess that's what helped me enjoy the movie more is because i recognize that they didn't put her in a position to succeed in the first place with just her arc so You know, the MCU is getting better about it because now they know that diversity can be profitable. Let's keep it a buck fifty. Now they know. But, like, you did not have a short leash. You had a very short leash before. You know, even with the TV shows on Netflix. What happens if Shang-Chi tanks? Honestly, they probably you- they probably not gonna put a lot of I mean, but they're doing stuff to make sure it doesn't tank. Like if you saw that trailer, they have abomination or introduction. That
2: trailer looks pretty that trailer looks pretty tough. Because they say. know because they know and they're gonna get
3: like a billion dollars from China.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they cast Michelle now for a but reason. that's
1: real stuff. They were real safe on that, even with like a movie that was based around East Asian culture. And even then Brian and Wesley, like y'all, you know, we talked about how even then it's a very narrow lens of looking through Asian culture in of itself, which is still mad safe compared to Ryan oh, Last totally. Dragon so you know you got to totally. like, you got to call it like you see it they play it real safe like we're talking about anodyne stuff. They've been anodyne since the bounce. <laughs> <laughs> that has
2: and to go into the period. title of episode. <laughs> <laughs> anodyne
0: from the bounce. And we, I mean, we have to acknowledge, right? We're four dudes. We don't yeah. have a, a women's perspective here, and we didn't go. We probably should have done some legwork and asked, you know, some actual women we know. But um, you know, we we're, we're just giving our hot takes here. That's all. But it when, is. when when
2: when Shang Chi comes out, can we do like a two-hour like <laughs> analysis of it through a geopolitical lens and just Absolutely. see how far we can go with that oh, oh god gosh. how many times but, can
0: you use the word geopolitical
3: uh
2: that's it i don't even really know what geopolitical means but no it just sounded cause... like it worked
0: there yeah
3: it's it comes from the words geo like uh <laughs> never mind like i want to
0: wrap this up brian you want the last word
3: i i just had like one last small follow-up question is there room for the mcu to course correct and do another Black Widow movie no, to get it right. No, yes.
2: no, no, yes. no, no, and no. Let yes, it die. Let the sure. character die. That post. We didn't even talk about that dumb post-credit scene that had a little bit of poignancy, and then they just extracted every dollar sign they could out <laughs> of it. Um, no. Let it. Let her die. She must be so happy to be done with all this too. Like, I was, like. She doesn't have to work again for the rest of her life just because of the black widow she's let also a great actress so she yeah she rocks do whatever she wants. Scar yeah, yeah let, let the character die just let's
1: move on her she's gonna be in a rosa parks biopic <laughs> <laughs> i
0: didn't hear what you just said nothing it's fine <laughs> ignore my nonsense <laughs> okay um was that was that a ghost in the shell reference it was <laughs> uh, okay yeah all right um uh, actually you know what before we leave um, I did want to give you guys a chance to talk about Florence Pugh because A, she is gonna probably be now the new Black Widow, right? Where, where she's probably gonna take on that mantle. Um, and like you referenced, right? They're gonna extract every dollar they can from this, this, um, this franchise. But her, she probably had the best like acting, directing, writing mm-hmm. throughout the movie, right? She was consistently mm-hmm. good mm-hmm. throughout the movie. The most
3: interesting character in the yeah. movie. Yeah. In yeah, terms of sure.
0: like her delivery at the dining room table, um, her moments with uh, Scarlet Scarlet Dynamo, <laughs> he says Red Guardian, um, her interactions with with Scarlett Johansson's character, um, her
3: three point stance,
0: yeah, her the, yeah. the the comic bits they did that bit a few too many two, times, but no, I thought it was, it was great. I mean, both I liked both it. Both twice. her bits, right? The vest and the yeah, and yeah. the three point stance, the superhero pose, like. She just delivered those like s- with such great timing. I mean, yeah. everybody was dying with that part. She though. was. A she great saved actress. that
2: movie. If 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 she was bad or it was a different actor, I think that would have been.
1: She stole the show. Really it was just as much her movie. movie.
2: Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Post credit scene. Now she's gonna have a whole show. I didn't care for Julia Louis Dreyfus there, and I liked that character in the TV show Darker. And happened. like, and like her being you know manipulated to hate hawkeye i don't care like literally the theater groaned it was actually kind of fun. <laughs> really it's like a, well they're yeah, setting it up with him he was like uh well you'll yeah, see when she's fighting
1: hawkeye. kate when she's fighting kate bishop we'll see how it goes because they're clearly yeah. setting that up. because you know yeah so we'll see maybe it's one of those things that's gonna look retroactively better if they can make the show really good because a lot of mcu post-credit stuff felt like that too well not grown but like cash grab and you know maybe it'll retroactively. yeah but better. this
2: was like specifically for characters that like it's just clear they're trying to plug the the TV shows at this point. Like I feel like some of the older <laughs> ones like generated hype with Thanos and all that kind of stuff. This one was just like, here's more. Here's another Disney Plus show coming. You don't know any of these characters, and you don't really have any reason to care about any of this and how it connects to everything. But get excited! <laughs> Disney Plus is going to increase by a dollar next month.
0: Maybe they'll maybe they'll end up teaming up, right? Like you're expecting them to to be adversaries which they obviously will be but a lot of times adversaries turn into to to accomplices it's just the same yeah, universe, it's like an avengers like, thing you know yeah all right so that'll close up our show on the Black Widow. Hope you guys had a good time. If you had any thoughts on Marvel, on Black Widow, on Scarlett Johansson being large and what do you call her? Large and luxurious? Large and lovely. <laughs> large and lovely. Um, I shouldn't
3: say it like that. I'm sorry, Scarlett. Yeah, if you're that's listening.
0: twice. That's twice now. Hey, Damn man. Christ, <laughs>
2: comfy is going to drop us. <laughs>
0: Um, But Disney will keep sponsoring us. So leave your reviews. (laughs) Give us a comment on our socials uh, at confidently underscore pod. That's both Twitter and Instagram. Visit our sponsors. We've got thousands of them now. AMC Theaters, uh, Comfy.com. Who else? Disney, Ford. They're all sponsoring us. We out.
3: Is it the same price? It's more expensive. No,
2: no. It's this, like, so there was, like, a rumored pro model, which would have made sense, right? The, right. Like, that's, 1080p, that's what everyone thought was coming out. Yeah, yeah, either, like, a 1080p handheld or 4K, like, on the dock. Got f-ing neither. It's, like, I can't even think of a good <laughs> analogy because it's, like... it's like if you took like like a ferrari and put in like like a honda accord from 1998's engine in it you know it's like it looks cool but like it's gonna run the same thing
0: Uh, i don't think that was a good analogy why
2: (laughs) i mean i guess not i I didn't really
0: understand it either (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: okay, okay never mind
3: word word let's go all right
1: yeah
2: let's go (laughs) (laughs) no no sense just vibes (laughs) exactly
1: the vibes were right (laughs) all right they can't all be winners let me get my l's out before the show actually starts (laughs)